Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show as we are celebrating National Disability Employment Awareness Month and National Disability Mentoring Day, which is this Wednesday, a day high school students with disabilities go to companies and government agencies for job shadowing. And if you aren't participating in it yet, contact aapd.com because this is is such an important thing we're doing in this country, working to help young people living with disabilities believe in themselves and be empowered. First, I have to have that special shout out to Yoshiko Dart, my friend, Yoshiko, who is the wife of the legendary Justin Dart Jr. Best wishes to you and... I have to send a special shout-out to my friends listening in Ireland and in Asia. I am so appreciative of your support. You know, I see all the time I get from Voice America information on our listening audience in other countries. And Ireland, you rock. You just seem to be at the head of everything. So thank you so much. And with our guest today, I first have to say thank you to our lead sponsor of this radio show, Highmark. Highmark, who has been our sponsor for the past two years. We also thank Covestro and AudioEye, but our lead sponsor, Highmark, everyone knows how I feel about Highmark, as I always say, Highmark sets the Highmark for other companies to follow, and that is why I am so thrilled to have as our guest today, Mr. Robert James, the Supplier Diversity Program Manager for Highmark Health. Welcome to the show, Bob. Good afternoon, Joyce. Thanks so much for such a warm introduction, and it certainly is a pleasure and an honor to be with you here today on Disability Matters. Uh, Joyce, you know you and Bender Consulting have been an international champion, advocate, and voice for decades for people with disabilities, and I just want to take a moment to thank you for your passion, your hard work, your leadership that you brought to organizations like the American Association of People with Disabilities and Highmark regarding people with disabilities. Like you, I'm a big believer in Maya Angelou's quote that People will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And I think this is true for you. So many people around the world will never forget the results of your efforts and how you made them feel. Oh, Bob, what a compliment. What a compliment. And by the way, that is one of my absolute favorite quotes. And Only a few weeks ago, David Holmberg, the CEO of Highmark, was the guest on this radio show. And I had shared recently with David that in the past month, Bill Lowry passed away, who was the CEO of Blue Cross that then became under his leadership, Highmark. And he is 
the person that stood behind me to start this company. I wrote an op-ed about him uh, because I always say one man, one decision, because it only took him and Highmark one day to say, yes, we will stand behind you. And as a result, thousands of people with disabilities have gained employment. So uh, thank you. Uh, but I think it's clear to everyone that without your partnership from the beginning, we don't know what would have happened, but it, I don't believe it would have been as it has been. So thank you very much. So, Bob, how about if we start by you telling our listeners about you and about your background? Absolutely. Thank you, Joyce. Uh, I'm a Pittsburgher who left Pittsburgh to pursue my undergraduate education at Boston College and then for law school at Georgetown University. I returned to Pittsburgh to accept an opportunity to clerk for Judge Donald E. Ziegler, who then was chief judge of the Federal District Court for Western Pennsylvania. And my interest for diversity and inclusion came while managing uh, the legal work for law firms when I had gone back to D.C. to serve as deputy general counsel for a large uh, District Columbia agency. And in that, in that position, I actually had to select law firms that would represent our office in some pretty significant matters. And so I had the opportunity and to really learn about a call what was a culture of inclusion. And uh, in doing that, I had the opportunity to get to work with some of the most amazing, diverse uh, law firms and uh, the staff of those law firms who helped us succeed in some of the biggest cases uh, at that time facing the district. And so that was kind of my first introduction to uh, diversity and inclusion and how it could work. And later on, I had subsequent uh, opportunities to learn when I did HBCU financings uh, for HBCU schools across the country. And they would always bring uh, diverse uh, professionals sitting around the table, accountants, uh, lawyers, investment bankers, uh, and the federal government valued that in those transactions. So uh, those are some of my early opportunities to get to uh, become familiar with diversity. And probably the one that really uh, uh, made me know that this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life was when I had the opportunity to lead a group of uh, seven uh, diversity ambassadors uh, to help the USGA and some of its endeavors to try to diversify its initiatives and activities. So uh, that is how I kind of began to cut my teeth in the diversity space. But then I also had had an uh, interest in healthcare. That was what our family business uh, was involved in. And so from an early time, I became very interested in learning about uh, the delivery of quality healthcare. And when managed care became uh, the way that healthcare was going, I uh, began to advise our family business uh, on contracts and how they might deal with these new changes and payment structures. And so that was uh, how I kind of became interested in healthcare. And I wanted to formalize that interest with a formal education. So I had the opportunity to complete a master's in business administration and master's in healthcare administration at the University of Pittsburgh. And so that's kind of the intersection that you'll see in terms of my interest in diversity and inclusion as well as in uh, healthcare, as well as in small business. Wow. 
You have quite the background there, Bob. You know, no surprise where you would be at Highmark. I mean, we're really lucky to have you. You have a very impressive uh, and accomplished background. And by the way, if you knew him, he does not... Don't think he acts like that with airs. He's like the most down-to-earth, nice guy. Um, And you know what, though? Isn't it always like that? That really great people are not those that are condescending or filled with being braggadocia. And you you are certainly not that person. You are just a nice guy and a great leader. And fortunately... You ended up at Highmark Health, and how did that happen? When did you join there? I joined Highmark two years ago as program manager for supplier diversity, and with the support of our leadership, I'm continuing to build on a strong foundation uh, to try to achieve a world-class supplier diversity program at Highmark Health. Wow. Well, one of the things is... Uh, that I know you do a lot with veterans, but even yeah. with me, although you've worked with me for a long time, we are a certified disability-owned business enterprise, and so that's just an, another says another thing about you because I know you've been to the USBLN and you know have stressed how important that is. Uh, so lucky to yeah. have you at Highmark, and isn't it amazing, Highmark? What Highmark Absolutely. is like. I mean, Absolutely. how great they are. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'd, I'd say a couple things. I did have the uh, wonderful opportunity as Highmark Supplier Diversity Program Manager to attend the USBLN conference in Orlando this year. And to be quite candid, it was one of the best supplier diversity conferences that I've attended. Um, uh, the people were passionate. It was extremely well organized. And I met suppliers who uh, will uh, be getting RFPs from uh, Highmark based on their qualifications. So just want to thank you for um, encouraging me to attend that conference. It was truly phenomenal, and uh, it will benefit my company. Uh, Highmark Health, is, as you know, uh, we are very active in the DNI space, and in particular, um, we value those with disabilities. I heard uh, David, when he was on a couple weeks ago on your radio show, and uh, I think he... Um, as CEO of Highmark Health, clearly articulated uh, the vision and the passion that Highmark has uh, for a culture of diversity and inclusion. Through the years, Highmark has, I think, walked the walk um, as evidence that 22-year partnership with Bender Consulting, uh, I think, has been very beneficial for the company. And in 2015 and 16, uh, Highmark was selected one of the best places to work for individuals with disability. We have a culture here where people with differences are just part of the norm of how we do business. So not only do we feel it's the right thing to do, but we also have observed, as I did when I worked for the District of Columbia government, that uh, supplier diversity and diversity pays off in terms of business and doing great work, which is sustainable. So here at Highmark, what I love and what is valued is that people are empowered to make the right decisions for the communities and the customers that we serve. Yeah, and there's no question about that. I'm the one that sees it and has seen it, as you said, since 1995. Well, I want to talk more about Highmark, and we're going to in a few minutes. First, we're going to go to break. If you just joined us, we're talking to Bob Jane's Supplier Diversity Program Manager, 
and a person that's living to make a difference from Highmark Health. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Hi, I'm Rick Harrison from Podstars. I'm here to talk to you about the Epilepsy Foundation. I had bad seizures until I was a teenager. I thought I wouldn't have a chance to grow up, but I dared to think differently. My epilepsy taught me to be a fighter. When I said I wanted to make a TV series about my pawn shop, people thought I was nuts. But I dared to defy the odds, and Pawn Stars was born. If you have epilepsy, dare to live your fullest potential. The Epilepsy Foundation will help you dare. Visit epilepsy.com. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining the show today. We're talking to Bob James, the Supplier Diversity Program Manager for a company I love, Highmark Health. And, and you know, I was just thinking about that, uh, Bob. Not everyone is familiar with Highmark Health and, you know, your mission and what you do. Could you talk about that for a minute? Absolutely. Uh, so Highmark Health, for listeners who may not be familiar, we're an $18.2 billion national health and wellness organization. And we're also the parent of a portfolio of leading healthcare companies. We're the second largest integrated healthcare delivery and financing network in the nation based on revenue. And our companies include Highmark Blue Cross, Blue Shield, nation's fourth largest blue health insurance plan, HVHC, which is a vision company, uh, which includes the Vision Works eyewear retailer, as well as the Allegheny Health Network, which is a system of eight hospitals and more than 2,800 physicians across western Pennsylvania. United Concordia Dental is a dental insurance company that serves more than 22 million customers. And we also have HM Health Solutions, which is our healthcare IT platform that supports our members on our platform as well as several other blue plans. We share a deep commitment to getting healthcare right at Highmark Health by delivering better value and better healthcare experience to customers and patients along their healthcare journeys. That's a little bit about Highmark Health. A little bit? Wow. You know, when you were saying all that, I thought, 
Wow. How I remember when you were Blue Cross of Western Pennsylvania. Look what's happened since then. I mean, I have lived through this wonderful growth uh, with Highmark, but, you know, for a long time, people would think of Western Pennsylvania when they would think of Blue Cross of Western Pennsylvania. They still thought that at first when it was Highmark, but you are a powerful national organization, uh, as I said before, with incredibly great leadership. Uh, And so anyone, you know, if you're listening to the show, this is a company you need to check out, Highmark Health. And once again, uh, Bob, so what exactly do you do at Highmark as the Supplier Diversity Program Manager? What, What exactly is your role then? Well, we know here at Highmark Health that diverse suppliers help make us stronger and more innovative as a business, better equipped to serve our many customers and communities, and more competitive in the marketplace. So in my role as program manager, I develop, I implement, and manage dynamic and comprehensive supplier diversity initiatives to further our supplier diversity program and increase the number of diverse suppliers in our supply chain. I'm responsible for reporting out outcomes internally to our leadership and externally to our public and private sector customers. The success of our whole supplier diversity program is monitored daily, quarterly, and annually at the individual committee, executive, and board levels. Daily, I partner with procurement, monitor our diverse suppliers, and implement the initiatives of the program. And then monthly, I convene a supplier diversity enterprise council that's comprised of the lead procurement officials of our enterprise to meet and discuss outcomes, opportunities, challenges, and best practices for supplier diversity at Highmark Health. And quarterly, I convene and report activities of outcomes to a supplier diversity steering committee, which I'm proud to say is led by our executive vice president and chief financial officer one of the most senior executives in our company. And this steering committee is also comprised of several high-spend vice presidents. Annually, I report out to the Diversity and Inclusion Committee of the Board of Directors for Highmark. And we talk about the annual achievements of our supplier diversity program, as well as I provide a view for the next year. Wow. You know what I... It's amazing, isn't it, how diversity at Highmark goes all the way to the top and at those board meetings and just everything you just reviewed. You know, that, that to me makes such a difference at any corporation. Uh, but but that, is, that is really, uh, to me, what Highmark is all about. How, how long has this been in place, by the way, supplier diversity? We've had a supplier diversity program in place for decades here at Highmark Health. Uh, We're not-for-profit as it relates to the members that we serve. So what that means is that we're mission-driven, and part of the mission is to be a leader for all the members that we serve. So we want our supply chain to reflect the diversity of the members that we serve. Yeah, you know what has always amazed me about Highmark? It's just that this is all just like the fabric of the company. I would just... 
very honored to be interviewed today by the Boston Globe. And one of the companies I've talked about was Highmark. And I was saying that Highmark is not a company that I have to call and say, oh, please, you know, consider hiring a person with a disability. Highmark calls me. They call me to add people. And I mean, this is just, uh, in all areas of diversity, this is just part of Highmark's fabric. And, you know, I was telling, uh, I think it was Lonnie Haynes the other day, the other thing about Highmark is that Highmark is just a nice company, like really nice people. Uh, Not only do I love David Holmberg, but Deb Rice Johnson, I have been friends with for even before I started Bender Consulting Services, and she is just such a powerful and wonderful person. Example, everyone knows I live with epilepsy, and Deb is the chair of the board of the Epilepsy Foundation of Western and Central PA and the president of uh, the board of Variety, the children's charity, and many other things. But it's just like, it's just like interwoven into Highmark. It, it, it's not like just one area. Do you know what I mean, Bob? You're, you're absolutely right. You mentioned those people uh, who are senior leaders, uh, like Deb Rice, uh, who serves, as you said, on the board of the Epilepsy Foundation and are very, very active in the community. You mentioned Lonnie Haynes, our vice president for diversity and inclusion, who sits on the national board for the American Association of People with Disabilities with you, Joyce. And so the list goes on and on and on of our executives and senior executives who have an interest in bettering the community and in particular ensuring that uh, we have a strong inclusion and diversity program here at uh, Highmark Health. And Highmark, you made me think of this, Highmark has a program that's being uh, really shined upon nationally, which is Careers to Be. That Gary Dick, another executive, and Lisa Krause uh, are behind where it's working uh, from a no-pity model to bring on people entry-level and experience to give them that one year of work experience and then get the market out in the community, which is just Unbelievable. But, you know, again, I could go on and on, but I think just as Bob is pointing out, it's just pervasive. It really is. And that's such a wonderful, wonderful thing. It's pervasive. And with the Careers to Be program, as you know, we've hosted more than 60 Careers to Be students and more than half of those come to work for our company. So it really is a it's a win win. And we really value you, Joyce, for your leadership and for the wonderful people that you provide our organization. Can't do it without a partner, Bob. So right. thank you, but can't do it without you. Uh, well, so this won't surprise me. I don't probably all know, already know the answer to this next question. Uh, but why? Why do you feel here? We are. We have you on the line today on the radio show, uh, talking to people throughout the world about supplier diversity. Why? Why is that so important at Highmark? Supplier diversity, we have found it expands our goodwill and our connection to the diverse communities that we serve. We find that it makes us more competitive. We're actually deriving savings from our program. For example, over the last two years, we saved $2 million through our supplier diversity program. Uh, That's with regard to the Highmark Health Plans, HMIG, and United uh, Concordia businesses alone. 
That means that our diverse suppliers are helping us to lower our cost, and they're helping us to meet our mission to provide our customers with high-quality, high-value, highly accessible healthcare experience. Our diverse suppliers have also introduced innovative products and services, and many customers in the private sector and government require us to report about our supplier diversity initiatives and to project our commitment to supplier diversity spend on their contracts. So we're very, very active, and we also value uh, supplier diversity at the level that we uh, require our top 50 uh, suppliers to report to us what we call the Tier 2 diverse spend. So not only do um, we track our spend, but we also track the spend of our Tier 1 suppliers, our top 50 spend Tier 1 suppliers. Well, you have a lot of uh, really great suppliers in a lot of different areas, and one of them I know is uh, from Tony from Veratix. Is that how it's pronounced? Yes. Yes, Veratix. Tony from Veratix. Okay. Well, I want to talk to you about this as soon as we come back from break so we can hear about that partnership with Highmark. But right now, we're going to go to break. If you just joined us, we've been talking to a great person, Bob James, Supplier Diversity Program for Highmark Health. We are going to go to break, and we'll be right back. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice at Voice America on Disability Matters. We'll be right back. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Rick Harrison from Stars. I'm here to talk to you about the Epilepsy Foundation. I had bad seizures until I was a teenager. I thought I wouldn't have a chance to grow up, but I dared to think differently. My epilepsy taught me to be a fighter. When I said I wanted to make a TV series about my pawn shop, people thought I was nuts. But I dared to defy the odds, and Pawn Stars was born. If you have epilepsy, dare to live your fullest potential. The Epilepsy Foundation will help you dare. Visit epilepsy.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Spender. 
Welcome back to the show, everyone. And here we are celebrating National Disability Employment Awareness Month and tomorrow, National Disability Mentoring Day. Something that's very important to me, young people with disabilities going for a day of job shadowing at companies. And you know what that does? That does something for the hiring manager where they see this young person with a disability and say, hey, they can do this job. And for the high school student with a disability, it says, hey, I have a chance to do this job. So, I mean, it's great both ways across the board. Uh, We have as our guest today, Bob James, who is Supplier Diversity Program Manager for Highmark Health. And right before we went to break, we were just starting to talk about Tony Galusio, CEO of Veradix. And I'm actually going to turn it over to Bob so you can talk about Tony. Oh, thanks again, Joyce. So, Tony is a wonderful uh, human being and somebody I'm very happy to introduce to your listeners. Tony is the president of a company called Veradix. Veradix is a certified service-disabled veteran small business. They're a national technology consulting software development and integration firm, and they happen to be a protege supplier of Highmark Health. They're top 20% of America's fastest-growing private companies by Inc. 5000, and they're led by Tony Galusio, who I'm very excited to introduce to you, and I'm going to let Tony tell you a little bit more about his company and a little bit more about his background. Uh, Joyce and Bob, thanks for having me on the show today. And uh, Joyce, I echo your sentiments about Highmark being a great company that sets the mark. Um, it's also great to work with Bob. His passion for diversity is just contagious. And um, I'll start off here. I'll tell you a little bit about my background, and then I'll move quickly to tell you about three things that were the most important thing to me in starting my company. Um, I'm a United States Marine Corps veteran, and I'm a product of the GI Bill. I went to Clemson University, and I got my bachelor's and a master's degree in computer science. And then I worked for a small spacecraft command and control company that was quickly acquired by Harris Corporation. If you haven't heard of them, they're a Fortune 500 supplier of communication solutions. So I ended up working at Harris Corporation for 18 years, and I started off as a software engineer. 18 years later, I was the vice president of the commercial healthcare business. So in 2013, I decided, I decided I would take the plunge and start my own company. So I started Veradix, and we're an, um, an information technology consulting development and integration company. And as I promised, um, I would talk about the things that were most important to me in starting the company, and those were three things. The first one was I wanted to be able to take the long view of things and build a stable and sustainable company with the option to forego short-term gain in favor of long-term value. Uh, The second one was I wanted to be able to create jobs where we work and live. And then the third one, and probably the most important one to me personally, is I wanted to help veterans transition from the military to civilian life, which is something I've been through myself, so I know I I felt like maybe I could help. Um, So that's what I set out to do. And with Highmark as as my mentor, um, we've been very successful. As as Bob mentioned, we were um, listed in the top 20% of America's fastest-growing com- private companies by Inc. 5000 just this year. And also being selected for the uh, Highmark Mentor Protégé was, uh, was, was very important to me. I'm very proud of what we've been able to accomplish. And I think it takes a team, but it also takes great mentorship um, to build a strong and successful company. So I'm, I'm really proud that my company is able to represent um, Highmark as a success. Well, first of all, you know, I'm sure you've heard this so many times, but 
I really do appreciate that you serve this country. Um, and I'm so happy to see of your success and to have you in this business. I have to tell you that one thing you talked about, the transition from military to civilian life. A lot of, you know, a lot of companies don't realize that. And they'll say to me, oh, you know, say someone came back from Iraq or Afghanistan and they have post-traumatic stress disorder, but they just got out, right got out of the military. They, they sometimes don't understand that that's not like an easy, automatic transition uh, to make. And, and so I think that part is so important. Do you know what I'm talking about? I absolutely do. You know, you can come out of the military. You've, you have a different set of experiences. You Maybe you go to college. Now you're a non-traditional student, and you're completely different. You feel a little bit isolated to begin with. And then when you start layering on the fact that you may have a disability, it can become very difficult. And that's why it takes a, a support network, really, because to help people adjust and to help them get oriented so that they can be successful uh, in the rest of their life. And I'm very big. Uh, on veterans with disabilities, uh, it is absolutely shameful, shameful that people would go fight for our freedom, and by the way, they don't even know us, but they're still doing this, would acquire a disability, come back, and then not be able to find employment I mean, I can't begin to tell you, uh, Tony, sadly, the number of veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder or traumatic brain injury that come back and then cannot find employment. Uh, And to me, that is just, it's just shameful. I mean, how in the world could we let that happen? And I want to say... Um, Going back to Deb Rice, that veterans and veterans with disabilities, that's really important uh, to Highmark. And I know I've worked with Deb on this and Lonnie Haynes, and they really committed uh, in that area. And I'm sure you know about that, Bob. Absolutely. Uh, We have an entire initiative that's devoted to trying to help increase the number of uh, vets to transition uh, into uh, the workplace. And I have to say that uh, one of the things that impressed me so much with Tony during our discussions was that without even any prompting or asking, he volunteered. He said, hey, look, I'm essentially an expert in being able to recognize and translate the resumes of veterans and I understand Highmark and what Highmark's needs are and I can help be helpful with uh, uh, helping to translate those resumes so that uh, Highmark better understands the talent that is out there. So uh, that's just part of the resourcefulness and what I call the proactiveness of uh, Veradix and Tony and, uh, and he's done it in other areas as well. He's uh, helped with regard to uh, minority students who are interested in uh, pursuing IT careers. He's been helpful for AHN's community uh, development initiatives. But no matter, it seems, no matter what our needs are, uh, he's a he's an ideal protege supplier in that he's there to help. And that's the way I try to be on the other side. I try to be his advocate as his mentor. I try to be his advocate within Highmark Health, and I'm there to help. I'm there as a resource. So our uh, relationship goes both ways, and we help one another. And together, we're stronger. 
See what I mean? See what I mean about you, Bob? You are so awesome. That that's you know just what I said about me applies to Tony. Can't do this without a partner, and I know that Tony knows that. And by the way, Tony, congratulations on the success of your company. Uh, while I have you on here, Tony. I, I just wonder, do you have any words of advice for veterans with disabilities listening to the show today uh, who are facing uh, obstacles and barriers trying to get back to the world of work? Absolutely. Um, I think the, one of the biggest things is uh, you have to do your homework and know your customer. You, you need to find out everything that you possibly can about your customer when you're trying to get out and, and know a particular business area. And then inside the, inside the customers that you have, you have to understand the, where the drive to hire diverse suppliers come from, and you need to align with that drive. And what I mean by that is um, there can be government requirements, state requirements. Can, there can be uh, publicly stated corporate commitments. And if you understand that, you can align your language so that you're speaking the language of the enterprise, and, and you can align with it. Um, you also need to understand um, the purpose of and how to interact with the supplier diversity office. And, you know, the supplier diversity office isn't there. They don't run projects. They're there to facilitate and assist. So you can't walk in and expect the supplier diversity office to give you um, an opportunity. You need to go in, have done your homework, and say, here's how I think I can help the enterprise. Can you introduce me to the right people who might be interested in what I have? And that's the way you need to frame the discussion. You also need to be willing to start small and build on small successes. When I started at Highmark, uh, my first contract, it was just me as a consultant for three months, and that was a small contract, and, and, uh, and then I built on that, and I think we've had um, you know, 12 more engagements since then. So you, you have to be willing to start very small and show that you have the value and then to keep bringing the value. And then I think last and, and um, maybe most important is don't expect to be successful all the time. You know, you learn from your mistakes, and um, you, you tune your approach, and then you get back up and you try again. Don't take no for an answer. Keep going back. And I think that's what I've learned, and that's what I'd like to get across a bit to any, all the, for all, anyone with a disability that's looking for uh, uh, trying, to, trying to move into business and companies. Well, that is great advice. I have to say that all rings so true, especially the fall down, get up again. I always tell people, it's not the falling down. It's the, will you get up again? Uh, and that, that is so, so true. So, Tony is with us today. See, this is how great Highmark and Bob are that they would want to do this. Because Veradix is one of the first suppliers to be participating in Highmark Health's new mentor, protege pilot program. Bob, that's so exciting. Tell us about that. It's very exciting, Joyce, and I think all involved would agree that it's been a tremendous success during this first year. Last year was the first year we introduced the Mentor-Protégé program at Highmark Health. Through a process, we identified four protégé suppliers who were eligible, willing, and interested in participating in this program. To be eligible, there were certain criteria they had to meet. They had to be diverse as a certified MBE, WBE, vet-owned, DOBE, or LGBT supplier. They had to be a current valued Highmark diverse supplier in the eyes of not only procurement, but in the business stakeholder units. 
They had to enjoy a positive reputation in the business community. They had to have been in business for at least three years and had revenues exceeding $100,000 per year. And we had to be able to see revenue growth opportunities at Highmark as well ex- externally for the service or the product that they provide. They also have to be, they either need to have an office in the Pittsburgh area or they need to be seriously considered <laughs> opening an office in the Pittsburgh area, which is where our headquarters is, and we do our best to try to stimulate the community around us. In addition, and lastly, they had to present a high potential to be a future Highmark Supplier Diversity Program success story. And when you think about those different criteria, if you listen to many of the things that Tony has described earlier about his company, you'll see that he meets all the elements of that criteria. And he is indeed a mentor-protege program success story and one that I'm very proud of. And let me say one last thing about our mentor-protege program and some of the best practices and the confidence that we have in our suppliers, our diverse suppliers. For the first time that I'm aware of, we actually had a diverse supplier report out at a board committee level the results of having interfaced with our uh, supplier diversity program so that people at the highest level in the company could hear about the success stories and how we engage with our diverse suppliers. And with regard to how we found Veratics, which I think is important, you had an opportunity to hear from Tony. You saw how passionate he is about what his company does and about the community. And that passion came across very clearly when I first introduced, when I first met Tony in what we call a diverse supplier um, uh, meeting. And those are 30-minute meetings that we often utilize to assess a potential supplier. Tony came across as knowing what his company had to offer He had done his homework with regard to Highmark Health, who the business stakeholders were that he would be working with. He presented ideas as to how we might improve different processes. Uh, In follow-up meetings, he would bring presentations to talk about how he could help some of our business stakeholders with things that kept them up at night. And so when I present someone like a Tony and a Veratix to your listeners, I want them to know that Tony's success at Highmark came as a result of extremely, uh, as a lot, as a result of a lot of hard work and also a lot of strategy. And it's now that that hard work and that strategy is paying off. So it didn't just, it didn't just come. He really worked at being the best uh, that he could as a, a supplier for our supply chain. I'm very proud to have him. Uh, and glad to have him on today. Well, that see, you know what? That says so much about you, Tony. And Tony, congratulations uh, for being one of those first suppliers and for your success at the company, period. Great job. It's great to work with Highmark, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a huge benefit uh, that, I can, that I can tell you from the very start. We... Um, the relationship with Highmarks allowed me to rapidly mature my company, and it's provided me with past performance that's essential to winning work as a prime contractor with the U.S. government. 
And as a result of this relationship with Highmark and this mentoring and generate and developing that past performance, we've won three government projects in the last couple months. And I, and I really do think that's an outgrowth of this mentor, mentorship program that Highmark has. Oh, that is um, awesome. That, yep. that is. That is a Excellent. great testament. But right now we've got to go to break, and then we'll be back to close the show with Bob Jane, Supplier Diversity Program Manager from Highmark Health, who so graciously allowed Tony Galusio, CEO of Erratix, to also uh, be with us today. So we'll be right back. This is Joyce Bender, Disability Matters on voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We're coming back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, I'm Rick Harrison from Pawn Stars. I'm here to talk to you about the Epilepsy Foundation. I had bad seizures until I was a teenager. I thought I wouldn't have a chance to grow up, but I dared to think differently. My epilepsy taught me to be a fighter. When I said I wanted to make a TV series about my pawn shop, people thought I was nuts. But I dared to defy the odds, and Pawn Stars was born. If you have epilepsy, Dare to live your fullest potential. The Epilepsy Foundation will help you dare. Visit epilepsy.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back, everyone. I hope you've enjoyed the show today. And remember, these shows are all archived at voiceamerica.com and at benderconsult.com. So if you know someone and you wish they had heard the show, you can go back and listen to it. You actually can get a download through uh, iTunes. So Make sure you tell everyone about the show. Uh, Tony, it's so awesome what you are doing with veterans, you yourself being a veteran, especially veterans with disabilities. Uh, You yourself as a veteran with a disability, I'm sure that had a big impact on your decision. Uh, Yeah, it absolutely did. I have a a service-connected disability called spondylarthritis, and it's an inflammatory disease that attacks your spine. And preferred pain in my joints and my hips particularly. And a couple years ago, I had more and more frequent periods when I was unable to walk without assistance. 
and I was unable to travel on a predictable schedule. And honestly, I was thinking I might have to give up my company. And I, I got really lucky. I have a really smart rheumatologist, and she came up with a treatment that's an immunosuppressant that I give myself an injection every other week. And since I started taking that, I'm able to function a lot more normally. And, you know, I've been able to... Um, you know, overcome the challenge of traveling with a suppressed immune system by doing a lot of things like making sure I have clean hands, staying out of crowds and things like that. But you know, the most important thing that I've realized through all of this is um, the biggest lesson for me is that I've realized I don't have to do it all myself. And I've realized that accepting help from others is a strength and not a weakness. And so I think that's, that's what's most important to me and that's what I've taken out of my disability. Well, you have certainly learned a lot and you know what I always say I say well welcome to our world but guess what the majority of people I talk to I call them the temporarily able-bodied so I always (laughs) tell people remember you could join this group at any time and what you have to remember is the ability the ability of people not the disability the disability does not define us we also have great ability and you know who could handle stress and teamwork more than a veteran so um you know anyone listening to the show this seems like a great uh company veratix and by the way how do they reach you tony if someone wants to reach you yeah, just go to www.veratix.com. There's a contact us page right there, and it, it's real easy to get to me. Okay, Veratix, V-E-R-A-T-I-C-S.com, Veratix.com. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tony is the CEO. I can't believe I'm possibly pronounced this wrong. Is it Galuccio or Galuccio? Yeah. Galuccio. Okay, and why I ask if it's Galuccio is because I'm Italian, yeah. and, and you know, if you go back to your grandfather's grandfather, I'll bet there was a time it was Galuccio. It might have been. I know the, if you spell it with two C's, it could be Galuccio, so. Yeah, well, a lot of people that were Italian when they came here uh, changed change the pronunciation and mm. even change the spelling sometime because of the uh, discrimination you know that existed my grandfather came here he was in world war one and he came here from naples uh and it is amazing the stories my father who is now 93 tells me uh about you know what they went through uh, but I want to say that, you know, I'm just so proud of you and so happy. And I hope if you're listening to the show, veratix.com, remember, veterans with disabilities, got to support our veterans and to me, especially our veterans with a disability. So, uh, Tony, what would you say you have, in your opinion, what would you say has been your greatest accomplishment over the past year? I think in the in the in the past year, watching a lot of the things, a lot of the plans that we put into place come to uh, fruition uh, with regard to uh, work that we've done with veterans. I'm very passionate about that. Um, you know, we wanted to get the the percentage of veterans in our company over 40 percent. We managed to do that. We wanted at least a third of the veterans that we have in the company to be disabled veterans. We were able to get there. Um, we have. 
of stories in the company where we have taken veterans that had a resume that had a whole bunch of military jargon on it, and we've turned that around and turned them into something that was marketable, and we've gotten them uh, jobs in the industry, and both within our company and outside the company. Um, we've raised money for um, – we, we actually sponsored a, a hiker on the Appalachian Trail for every mile that she walks. Money is being donated to raise awareness uh, for veteran suicide. It's a not-for-profit called Warrior to Warrior that we're raising money for. We've been able to do that. And we also developed a product called Detailed Vet that helps veterans track their disability information and, um, and, and track their health as well. Um, all of those things that we're able to do are a culmination of the successes that the companies have because the more successful we have, the more we can peel off and help veterans. So I'm, I'm very proud of that. Yeah, when I first had Ted Kenny Jr. talk about the number of veterans uh, that lost their life to suicide every day, I thought he was making a mistake. I mean, I couldn't believe yeah. it. It's and obscene. It is obscene because it's like 22. And mm-hmm. so what what that thing you're doing, that's just so great. That's That's a great, great program that you're doing. Well, Bob, before the show ends today, do you want to talk about, uh, I think you're about to launch something at the end of October, is that right? Absolutely, and this really embodies where our supplier diversity program is going at Highmark Health. Uh, As I mentioned at the outset, we are moving in the direction of becoming a world-class supplier diversity program. We are thought leaders We want to be industry standard bearers, and we want to be innovative in our approaches. So what we're doing is we're inviting in uh, small businesses and small diverse businesses to a free um, small business forum luncheon. We have a keynote that's nationally recognized, Michelle Ruiz of Ruiz Strategies, and she's going to talk about how to deliver a winning pitch so that uh, companies uh, can do as Veradix did when they come in, they, they deliver that winning pitch that really reflects what they do in the best light possible. In addition, we want to have other educational um, uh, sessions, including access to capital, how to find funding for your business, and we'll cap it off with, of course, informal matchmaking. So any company uh, can have the opportunity to meet with our procurement team and um, and learn how to do business uh, with Highmark Health. So that's what I want to let people know. They can find out more on our website by Googling uh, Highmark and Supplier Diversity. And that event is on Tuesday, October 31st from noon to 3. But we're going to have more of those events, and so I encourage your listeners to continue to look at our website uh, so that they can stay in touch with us, and hopefully we can partner for future opportunities. And I'd like to thank Tony uh, for the time that he's invested into this call. Um, without great suppliers like Veradix, uh, we can't be the best company that we can be. So very thankful for that. And we're thankful for you, Joyce, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, Please continue to lead. Let us know if there's anything we can do to support you. Uh, People with disabilities is very important to us. It's part of our value system. We want to be helpful in any way possible. Oh, and you are. You are. And, Bob, it was a pleasure to have you as our guest today. And, Tony, thank you also for joining us. Uh, But this just shows you what I mean about Highmark, how awesome they are. So, with that... 
I'm going to get ready to go to to the end of the show today. But before we end, we end every show with a quote. And today that quote is, as we look ahead into the next century, leaders will be those who empower others, said Bill Gates. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.